Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome, Welcome to Scale Wow! I'm Sue Smith. I'm Caitlin Brodnick, and we, we love, love scams. scams. Guys, we love scams. We love you. We love each other. Yes, that's um, true. <laughs> yes, if anybody's curious, we love each other, okay? We sure do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Guys, but we love each other so much, we're giving each other a break. This episode, this week, we are sharing with a brand new podcast called We Stan. I was actually lucky enough these are such nice girls. They're comedians. They work their asses off and they came to me and I connected them with Kate and now they have a podcast on our network and it's so exciting. And they had me as a guest and we talked about my love for Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> oh I my loved God, Jennifer she Hewitt. loves Jennifer Love Hewitt. That's hilarious. That's amazing. It's Caitlin Bitsagai and Lauren Brickman, who yes. Caitlin was a guest on our show when we talked about the Real Housewives. She know all about the Judices, Judaices, Judaices, the Parmesan cheese, Juju's loves cheese. She's uh-huh. great. Loves so cheese. we hope you like this episode. Yeah. Also, I will tell. I'll give you guys a preview that like a lot of my scamming might have something to do with the movie Heartbreakers. Oh <laughs> That might have been incredibly pivotal into my scam experience. Maybe, maybe we reveal that. I don't know. But it's a really fun episode. I'm really happy that I'm their guest. And we just run with it. It's just very fun. So we hope you guys enjoy it. have a great week. Yeah, we love you. Bye. Hi, guys. It's Sue. One more quick thing before we leave you. Um, if you are jonesing for a brand new episode that is just me and Katie after you listen to We Stand, you can go to our Patreon and get one. It's patreon.com slash podcast. And we just posted a brand new episode this week and it's all about two of our favorite things, which are Ikea and mental health. Mm, are they related? Maybe. I don't know. You'll see. You'll have to listen and find out. But we're talking all about mental health meds what meds we're on our freaking dosages you're gonna love it okay that's all bye Hello. Hello. Welcome to We Stand Together, a pop culture academic symposium. We are the pop culture professors. We're smart people who talk about dumb topics. Yes, yes, we are. I'm Caitlin Bitsagai. I'm Lauren Brickman. And what we're telling you is yes, literally, we have both taught courses at a college level. People have been in college and they've looked at us and they said, that's their professor. There are people in the world that are actively calling me their professor right now. Yeah. And we have master's degrees. 
And we're also here to be pop culture's professors for yes. you. Yes. Now, to be clear, um, we don't have our masters in pop culture. It wasn't available at the time when I graduated. So we've just decided that because we have master's degrees and because we spend 90% of any given day of the week exploring the science of pop culture, the mm -hmm. art of pop culture. Both. Uh, that somehow one plus one equals we are the professors of pop culture. Exactly. And we talk about everything that we stand, and that means to be an obsessive fan of anything, really. Yeah. Like right now, I'm standing essential oils. Wow. I want to hear about this. Okay. So I've always sort of understood that essential oils are like a good thing in the world, right? Can I say, I, yeah. I could use a def, I could use a little definition here. Okay. I don't even, I mean, I kind of know. Like lavender. Yeah, like things like lavender. So like uh, what exactly is an essential oil? I'm not sure, but I know that it comes in a small bottle. That, okay, yeah. Um, and it that. is a liquid and yes. it has a really good vibrant smell. Okay, we love and that. And what I've been learning is that there are different essential oils to help with different things in your life. Okay. For instance, lavender, good for helping you fall asleep. Also, a good natural bug repellent if you're having a bug uh -huh. problem. Um, but there's all these different things. And so I, as an active professor, um, typically in like the school year I get sick a lot because mm -hmm. I'm around a lot of, of course you know young people who don't necessarily have great hygiene also um I don't sleep enough and so um I was trying this year not to get the flu and I haven't yet this is maybe wow. the first year um since I've been teaching that I haven't gotten the flu and I think it's partly because I got this essential oil diffuser and I bought this pack that's like called flu buster and it has like different different oils that you mix together that are supposed to help like keep your sinus passages clean oh. and I think it's really working wow it's essential it's essential so that's what I'm standing right now right now I'm standing essential oils and you know homeopathic treatment Caitlin what are you standing right now you know I'm standing sweaters wow huge huge to admit on a podcast thank you and thanks for your support or what I assume support yeah um now when you say sweaters do you have a specific kind of sweater I, I just mean I now have like eight sweaters, mm. which if you know things about my closet, I don't have a lot of different items. Like I have three pairs of pants. Yeah. I have to say, Caitlin, one of the things I love about being friends with you is that you are brave enough to wear the same outfit like several times in one week. And I love that. And I think it creates a safer environment for all of us. Well, this is why I like sweaters. Yeah. It's because it can give you a mix and match look totally. of that same. Now, when she says it, I I wash my clothes, guys. She does. She do she she. Some does. of these are the same T-shirts, but I have multiples. Yes. Yeah. I just mean like just some, I I love it's that. A, it's an aesthetic. No, yeah, I, I, I tend to have one aesthetic that you know I'll rotate through. I agree with that. Yeah. But the sweaters are giving me mm -hmm. you know some variety, and I I don't know why I never turned to them earlier. Yeah. Um, I've always had a sweater or two, but mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. So I'm um, happy to have you along, sweaters. Thank you for keeping me warm. Yeah, I'm into it. Wow, sweaters and essential oils. We are very We're cozy. And I was going to say basic. We are cozy and we are basic. Well, basic people are comfortable. That's the thing about them. That's the thing that we don't say enough. No. No. It's not uncomfortable to be basic. No. And to be fair, should we be saying basic or should we just be saying we're cozy? I think cozy is the new basic. Thank you. Thank you. Someone who is never basic, always cozy, and who we stand is here with us today. Please welcome Scam Wow's Caitlin Brodnick. Yay! Yay! I'm so excited. <laughs> We're so excited to have you here. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> it's hard to be quiet in the corner. I'm like, I just want to talk about everything. Do you have any sweater or essential oil must So here's say. the thing. 
suddenly <laughs> I too have come into a lot of sweaters. Wow. Okay. And We're it sp- does make me feel good and mm-hmm. fun. And when you get a compliment on a sweater, you're I like, know. oh, that means a lot. Because that's my outer layer. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's bulky. It's creative. It's sometimes a risk. And then you get a compliment on you and you're like, whoa, I'm I'm amazing. Yeah. Wow, oh, yeah. I'm amazing. But Caitlin, I want to know more about <laughs> hold on, I'm taking this yes, over. Wow, please. Wow, wow. I want to know more about the clothes like the capsule collection you have because yeah. I need to do that in my life and then Lauren I want to know have you gotten a flu shot okay um well I will say right now I have not so okay. now to Caitlin okay. um, I did get a flu shot and um wait what, you want to know more about what? like your capsule collection did you decide is it just something that happens to you it happens mm, to me kind okay. of naturally I think that's naturally. amazing yeah. I, I, I like don't like to have a lot of like I'm not someone who keeps around ten pants, thinking like maybe I'll use this one one day. Absolutely not. It's going to Goodwill. I love yeah. That. Um. So then you naturally have Peace less, and then then the mix and match comes in. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. I think I need a lesson in that. I think you okay. need to I'll give me a small over. tutorial. Mm-hmm. Now I think that this brings us to today's <laughs> theme, and this is a woman I can't imagine has a capsule collection i just imagine she no. has and we will never take her to goodwill I, or get no. her out of our life <laughs> no. no uh but today we are standing jennifer love hewitt yes yeah now caitlin uh and i um always like to sort of help the audience um buy into our credibility by right. sharing something of why we feel like we are prepared to speak on this mm. topic and so caitlin what's your connection to jennifer love hewitt well mine First of all, so many things, but yeah. but one thing when I say it, and I don't mean this to be negative about her because it's not, it's about the way the media talked about mm. her body. Mm-hmm. Um, it really imprinted on my brain in a very dangerous way oh um, <laughs> because there was one particular Rolling Stone interview she did when I believe she was 20. So okay. I was like 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. Sure. And it talked about like how her body just keeps getting hotter <gasps> and that trajectory implies that there was a time when this adult man writing this started thinking about it and oh. i was like i gave it's given me body trauma my whole life but yeah. that is not her, her fault. fault but <laughs> yeah. that is just the that's the place she holds in all of our minds I relate. wow yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense you know i was trying to figure out what my credit would be like what my street cred yeah. for talking about jennifer love hewitt would be and i was asking <laughs> i turned to my mother as mm. i sometimes do and i texted her and i said hey mom do you have any like funny stories about me watching like kids incorporated because i assumed that would be it and she was like eh, kind of i was like so i started rattling off other jennifer love hewitt projects and then i mentioned party of five and she goes oh actually here's a story for you mm-hmm. and apparently once my mom like came into whatever room I was watching Party of Five on and like was asking me to do something. I'm assuming she asked me to like take out the trash or, you know, some chore. Mm-hmm. And I said, you need to be quiet right now. And my mom was like, Lauren. And she was like, I'm, she said, she claims that I said, mom, I'm busy with my new family. I'll get to you when I can. And she started laughing. And apparently I said, this isn't funny. They're going to be my family. So apparently there was a moment in my life where I truly believed in the reality of Party of Five and that I would somehow be a part of it, not as an actor, but like truly me, Lauren Brickman. Party be a six. part of six, yeah. Yeah. Part of six. And I and I guess six Gen- pack. <laughs> and I guess I counted, even though Jennifer Love Hewitt was just dating the Scott yeah. Wolf character, I considered her part of that family. Oh, and everybody. Totally. Did. So I totally. guess Jennifer Love Hewitt is my sister, is my mm, credit. That That's sense. a great credit. Yeah. 
That's huge. Wow. Um, well, part of the reason we chose this topic, though, is because of you, Brodnick. And, Thank you. And Caitlin has a podcast on this more on the Born Banana Network called Scam Wow. If you mm-hmm. aren't listening to it, you should be. It's all about scams. And Caitlin told me that she figured out scams existed mm-hmm. because of Jennifer Love Hewitt. That is a fact. That is a fact. Wow. Um, I have been obsessed with Jennifer Love Hewitt since she graced my eyeballs. Like I think the second she arrived on any screen, I was like, this is a bubbly, happy, fun person. And I wanted to meet her, be her, be friends with her. My sister and I um, wrote a non-existent and never happened sketch show about Jennifer Love Hewitt's <gasps> breasts. And each of us were playing a breast. Oh my the God. left boob and the right boob and how they would interact. This. Oh my God. We need to do yeah, this. We, I mean, I've just loved her. I loved her in Can Hardly Wait. Yes. Mm, I iconic. loved her. I loved her in Sister Act 2. Yeah. Love. She just was yeah. perfect. Kids perfect. Incorporated, I liked more than Mickey Mouse Club. Same. Yeah, same. I was an incorporated girl. Me too. And then I even found this like one show that she was in called, oh shit. Hold on. It's Birds of Paradise? No. Loved it. it. Called... Birds of Paradise. Birds of Paradise. If you I don't know what Birds of Paradise one. is, you need to go do a was deep it dive. Like not like dangerous. Before or Party of Five, it was like a it was also like a family, a family drama. drama. Oh, okay, Timothy okay. Busfield. Like a their mom is no longer part of the family. Don't remember that. Yeah. Why, but then they moved to Hawaii. Yeah. It's about a family oh. in Hawaii and it is everything That's I love. That's a dream role. Yeah. No, she was in the show called Telling You, and she has this little part where she goes, I'm like urban suburban. <gasps> and I was like, I love you. Yeah. And then Heartbreakers came out and I was like, oh, this is my destiny. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So Thanks. you saw Heartbreakers. I did. And it taught you that scams exist. And how easy they are. <laughs> there was so much truth in that movie, you guys. The movie yeah. is fun. The movie's ridiculous. The movie has so much of her cleavage. It's just so like it, that also imprinted on me. She has an extremely long torso as well, which yeah, like that's... was very hard for me as a child. Apparently, Victoria's Secret models have incredibly long torsos. So yes. no matter how much like dieting or exercise you do if your torso isn't like no. seven feet long you're never gonna have that exact body that that's true we were given yeah. in the 90s over and we, were over we were given it we were given it we were told, and i'm sure wasted yeah yeah so. yes as am i and um so i just remember yeah her body just like was so confusing to me but beautiful but very 90s and watching it there was so much comedy in the movie because it is so truthful yeah Cons are so easy. So for anyone at home who's like right now is like, oh, I can't remember this movie mm-hmm. and I want to Google it, but I'm listening to the podcast and I don't know how to listen to a podcast and Google at the same time. That's fine. What can you give us a recap of Heartbreakers? Yes. So it stars Jennifer Love Hewitt and mm-hmm. Sigourney Weaver and Ray Liotta and Gene Hackman. <laughs> I don't know why the name Ray Liotta just made me laugh. Um, but. They're great. Yeah. I mean, people are like, oh, Ray Liotta from all these movies. I was like, you mean Heartbreakers? I mean, yeah. him and the, that is where I yeah. take people from. Oh, the soundtrack's so funny. Beck is on it. It's so great. Beck. So it's about these two women. Mm-hmm. Um, spoiler alert. You find out in like the first 20 minutes, uh, their mother and daughter. <gasps> hmm mm-hmm. And they run a con where they meet these men. Yeah. They date these men. Um, they marry these men. Okay. And then one swoops in and forces them to create adultery. <gasps> And then they have a reason for a divorce. And wow. then through that divorce, they make a ton of money. And so Sigourney Weaver is always the one that is marrying the men. And Jennifer Love Hewitt is always the one that comes in and makes them have an affair with her. Yeah, and she's very course. proud of her body. It's used, yeah. you know, effectively. Yeah. And then something goes, they try and do a bunch of cons. And then Jennifer Love Hewitt wants to go out on her own. But they <gasps> want to do one last con before oh, she leaves to be a solo. Last. A solo con artist. It's always the last con that does Yan. Yes. They choose Palm Beach. That's where they meet Gene Hackman. (laughs) 
and all the shit goes down. Wow. And then there's that other guy who's really sweet who Jennifer Love Hewitt falls for. Wow. I, I, hearing you describe that movie makes me love the movie even more. It's so much more. It's yeah. so good. You, I mean, you could, you could hate it, but I love it. I, I enjoyed it. all the spoilers. You, you I'll could. give you everything. Yeah. I, when it came out, I remember liking it. I don't think Jason I. Jason Lee. Yes, Jason oh, Lee. You love Jason yes. Lee. Oh, yeah. and um, Sarah, uh, Guys, my brain's not working because I'm a mother, and it's just like it's stopped. Yeah. To anyone uh, who isn't familiar, Sarah Silverman. Yeah, yeah I was going to say Zach Galifianakis is in it. Michael Hitchcock is in it, and is so funny. Zach Galifianakis was like in stuff way earlier than we remember yes. it in the He's in great. the guy, yes. zeitgeist. Like he was working, he was a working actor for a very long time. Yes, and Bancroft is oh, so okay. good. You guys, Queen. I fell Queen. in love with her. Then I was like, that is the sexuality I want at that age. Yeah, that is who I want to be. Yeah, this movie really blew my mind. I think it shaped a large part yeah, of your personality. It did At, down to like the way and the lingerie Sigourney Weaver wore for mm-hmm. her wedding night. I was like, that is a great idea. Like, ah! I think, I think I some it. of I rewatched it just now. Some of the parts and the way Jennifer Love Hewitt is seducing in this thing. I think I've got some moves from her. Like, I really ah, do. I think as a so, child, I was like, oh, this wow. is your husband sex. needs to write a thank you note <laughs> to Sigourney Weaver yeah. <laughs> and Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God, guys! I'm sure yes. I get a lot of those. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of husbands are like, "Thank you <laughs> so much." I think what year did it come out? Ninety nine. Yeah, I think so. Ninety nine. It's around there. It sort of has a weird, I think, memory because it's, it's like right after all the big '90s comedies. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we've lost a lot of that spirit. Two thousand one. Two thousand one. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes even sense. Harder. Yeah. Even harder. Yeah. Even harder. Well. So okay. that's how Katie. So that's how Katie got, got into Jennifer into Love Hewitt. We wouldn't have Scam Wow if we didn't have Heartbreaker. One hundred percent. And afterwards, scary. I did try to do some cons afterwards, mm-hmm. as you do as a young kid. And um, <laughs> I got it. Wait, what was the con? Okay, well, you tried to do a con yes. as a child. Oh, I've conned many of people. <laughs> I mean, I know that was, you. But this was when I was like, oh, I'm gonna go out and do it against a man. Like I'm gonna use my like okay. womanly wiles. So you were so committing an act of feminism. Fem- feminism. Yeah, feminism, feminism. con artistry. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And I went to Ocean City with my best friend Julie Capellian, and I was like, we Shout are gonna, Julie. Yeah, Jules. We are gonna go into this shitty like store that was uh-huh. like a, a souvenir store and we are going to get something for free. We are going to flirt with the <gasps> and we are going to get oh out of here for God. free. Honestly, and we're going to ask for a gift and he's going to give us a gift. And she <gasps> was like, okay, like she's very religious and sweet. So she was like, you're blowing my mind. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Follow me. I've seen Heartbreakers like 17 times. <laughs> I know exactly what they're doing. So we go in and we can't find anything. Everything actually has a price tag on it. It's a real store, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. We're walking through. I know it's more difficult than you'd think um, as an 11th grader. And then I go through and there we're at the end. And I'm like, do you have anything? How much are these glasses? And I was like, <gasps> these like really shitty glasses. And he's like, uh, it was a young kid working behind the thing. He's like, uh, can't you read? Are you like an idiot? And I was like, <gasps> oh, my God. Mm-mm. I was like, are you, you are so mean. I was just trying to be nice and I was trying to flirt with you. And so I did this. And so I did. I honestly was so hurt. And I was like, I'm such an idiot. How could this happen? He goes, you can have them for free. <gasps> and we got oh them. Oh, Now, that was like, I, I didn't mean for it to go that way, but it went that way. And then I got it. And I was like, I'm oh set. Oh, my God. Got the scam bug. I got Damn, it. Damn, girl. Wow. Um, well, I'm going to need a moment to recover yeah. from that story. Oh, sure. okay. So we're going to take a quick break so that I can reconcile who. Who am I? Yeah. Who this woman sitting in front of me is <laughs> versus who I thought she was. And we'll be right back. Together. 
Wow. I am fully recovered. (laughs) Okay. So, Katie, we're going to play a game. And, you know, Jennifer Love Hewitt famously goes by love. Love. Mm -hmm. And she's been in many relationships in the public eye. Yeah. So we're going to play a game called Love Loved or Love's Dove Fell Off Its Perch. Mm -hmm. So those are your options. Either Love Loved, meaning she did date this person whose name I'm going to say, or Love's Dove Fell Off Its Perch. Okay, okay. Which means she didn't. Which means she didn't. Did she or didn't she have a relationship with these people? I will give you the names and you can tell me if Love Loved or Love's Dove Fell Off Its Perch. Okay. Fred Savage. Love's Dove Fell Off the Perch. Love loved. She did. She loved she loved, loved Fred Savage. Joey Lawrence. Love loved. Correct. Correct. Will Friedel. I don't know. From Boy Meets World. He's older brother, Eric, Eric Matthews. Oh, I think Love Love. Love she loved. She really loved. So that was a big yeah, love. Yeah, that was real fame. Yeah. Andrew Keegan. Oh, I want to say Love Love. She, she did. want to see them together. Yeah. Cult leader. And- Cult leader. Andrew <laughs> oh, Keegan. <laughs> yeah. Also, if anyone listening wow. to this podcast could hit me up and let me know if that cult is still functional. It is. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I was okay. I was on the internet trying to see what happened to it in the last year. And the last year, you can't find a whole lot. Mm. So. Okay. Carson right. Daly. Yes. Love Love. Love Correct. LFO's Rich Cronin. Love Loved. Love yep. Loved. Rest in peace. Patrick Wilson. Love does fall off a love. I don't love, love. love. <laughs> what does he look like? Patrick uh, Wilson. Um, have you? <laughs> I was about to. Uh, oh my god! Every example I have is so niche. I was gonna be like, he was in Barefoot on the Park on Broadway with Amanda Peet. You know <laughs> that show everyone saw. I love you. Uh, Patrick Wilson was also in that Jason Bateman and Jennifer Aniston movie where yeah, Pat- uh, where Jason Bateman switches his sperm. Um, you know my that guy from working. these really. Yeah, um, okay. Well, John Mayer. Back. Yes, love loved. Antonio Sabato Jr. <laughs> I want to say love loved. She did. She did. Wow. And Jamie Kennedy. Yes, love loved. Yes. That's right. She dated all, all of them. them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but FYI, she's been married to actor Brian Hollisay since 2013, and they have two kids. Very yeah. happily married. She was married before, though, right? I think she's she been engaged. She was oh. engaged for quite a From long a time. Ghost whisperer guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were engaged for several years, but yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, as far as I know. But now that she's she's sealed the deal, she's in it. Yeah, <laughs> she's she likes her commitment. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. All right, well, now I think it's time for us to present to you um, our thesis. Now, as we, for those of you who've been listening to the show, typically Kate and Lynn and I present individual theses, but this topic was so overwhelming. It, it really blew our brains. Yeah, out. like it was just <laughs> like, we started talking about it. There were so many ways to go. As I told Caitlin today, I, I feel like Mark Darcy looking at Bridget Jones when I think about the career of Jennifer Love Hewitt. Mm. To me, it's perfect just the way it is. Mm. I mean, we have Kids Incorporated. Amazing. We have Party of Five. We have I Know What You Did Last Summer. We have Can't Hardly Wait and Ugh. The Client List and Ghost was, I mean, come on. She's prolific. Amazing. However, the art of persuasion lies in understanding your opposition. And so even though we understand that she is great, we also understand that there are those out there who don't believe this. Mm-hmm. And so in an effort to understand the other side, why people don't love love, like we love love, we went in search mm-hmm. of these folks and, and of their opinions. And in the research phase, we we found an article that shook us to our core. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so today we present to you a joint thesis entitled 
In defense of love, why this American sweetheart deserves to be on the A-list, a response (laughs) to the article titled, Hollywood dropped Jennifer Love Hewitt, and here are 15 reasons why, by someone named Jay Mazgowitz, published on March 30th, 2018, by therichest.com. And so we're going to take the 15 points this journalist made, and we're going to explain why... They're bullshit. Yeah, because this show is about academic inquiry, Mm -hmm. ultimately. And this Mm -hmm. person has put forth a thesis. Yes. And we're rebutting it. Yes. You know? I love that. And thank you for entering the space, but we will be asking you to exit the space as well, because we're right. Yeah, so uh, so we're going to share with you his 15 points, or I'm assuming him because of the... We don't de- know. It's we don't Jay. know for sure. It's and it doesn't Jay. matter. But there was a lot of misogyny in the article, so I'm assuming it's but, male. Um, well, but also that, there's a lot of I internalized misogyny. Yeah. I'm making assumptions here. Who um, knows? Maybe they're also short-waisted. That, I mean, for so sure. Because most for of sure. us are. Yeah. Yes. It's very and common. Jay, if you're hearing that, we feel you. We yeah. feel you. And Jay, this isn't um, an attack. This is a conversation. So uh, feel free to you know rebut to our rebuttals. But we're going to name all 15 of your points. Mm. and why we see the other side great um number 15 her poor box office record okay um i just took a screen grab of the domestic box office alone for Mm -hmm. i know what you did last summer Mm. 125 million dollars 125 million she's crushing it because that's not enough yeah I also looked at Can't Hardly Wait's budget didn't make as much but on a very I mean um it's a box office but based on the budget Huge success. Huge hit. Huge. Huge hit. And has there been flops? Yes. Yeah. Let's yeah, acknowledge it. Let's course, go there. The tuxedo. That Not wasn't huge. a great moment. Not great. That wasn't a great moment. Uh, it wasn't a great movie. But w- we do we blame Jackie Chan for that? No. no. We say, let's get more Jackie Chan projects. Yeah. So, yeah. We love Honestly, Jackie I'd like Chan. to see them make take a go at it again as yeah. a duo. Tuxedo 2. They should both be in Tuxedo 2. A yeah. better movie. Listen, a better movie. <laughs> tuxedo 2 with kids. Listen, I, I see s- their children in casinos. Thank you. Casinos. Uh, tuxedos. I just think it's in important. They're in casinos. <laughs> yeah. Casino Royale. Tuxedo, tuxedo crossover. Wow. With kids. Yeah. I just think <laughs> right, it's for kids. <laughs> see, these are good ideas. These are great ideas. And I think this is just an important moment to remind our listeners that like, if we are judging someone off of one face, that's unfair because if we are living our lives in fear of failure, how are we ever going to reach success? Right, you and you guys listening you. have tons of failure. Okay? Yeah, you yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah, you're covered in failure, so don't be so judgy, Jay. <laughs> yeah, Jay and friends. Oh. Yeah. All right. Point number fourteen was her fans don't even like her. Well, guess <gasps> oh, what? That is crazy. Yeah. Right. How Three- is that a point? That's like what a teenage girl says. Yeah. I also disagree because I'm her fan and yeah. I like her. I yeah. like her a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I find her very likable. Wait, that is the craziest thing that they put that as a number They're 14. Her, her fans, fans don't even like her. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Like, your friends don't even like you. It's like, go right in the burn book. But it's like, why would they? Unlike your friends where you and have to have people at high school, you don't have to have, you don't have to be a fan of anybody. Also, yeah. is he talking to all of her fans? He's talking to us? Yeah. yeah. It's it it's Get wild. Here. All right. This number 13 was one. I will go for, first oh. I'll have to explain what the article says and then. Yeah. Okay. So it says number 13. She's another Anne Hathaway. Wild. Mm-mm. And then what that, what this article means by that is that she is not liked by other women or doesn't mm-hmm. treat other women. But there was no evidence of that uh, from honestly yeah. uh, Anne Hathaway nor Jennifer Love Hewitt. There was no evidence of that at anything. There was all of a sudden like this comparison and misogyny in the article. Didn't like. Yep. Mm-mm. Um. Why do we always have to shit on Anne Hathaway? Like just 
just just pass. You know, yeah. just don't talk. Yeah. Well, Anne Hathaway also apologized for when she was being super weird. Like I really I loved it. When she after Les Miserables, she yeah. was like, I was in a really weird headspace. I was like very victim-y and I'm yeah. sorry I came off like real weird on everyone. And then she's happy and has kids and has moved on. But also she gave us the princess diaries. Thank what you. else do we yeah, need from you're her? You're welcome. Come on. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. So then point number twelve. <laughs> this one's weird. This one was weird. It says, Did she quit acting? Now it's it was important. a question. It was a question. <laughs> and it was like pontificating whether or not she had quit because at the a publication at 2018, she had taken a bit of a hiatus, right? Maybe she had a child come out well, of Well, that's exactly what it is. So the she had left criminal lines in 2015 she did one season on criminal minds and that summer so that show ended in like may of 2015 in like june or july she had her second child Mm -hmm. so like okay maybe she's taking a break because she has two young children and a husband at home and also who knows like what projects were in development and what you you, you never know you never know and criminal minds is ongoing right or is it over uh, Criminal Minds ja is ending or just ended. Um, it but it's like a juggernaut. It doesn't. They yeah. weren't relying on her. You know, no, it's like and a, like uh, she's cool to walk away. Yeah, and also the criminal mind. And not for nothing. That wasn't a. That was a super unhappy set. So like, I can't imagine. Was it? I yeah. There's. Oh yeah. Thomas. Give, uh, there was a bunch of different Tom, stuff. Oh, well, then she, um, should, she should go away with a new yeah, child. She's a new child. And like, I can't imagine being the new person on a long running show. You get pregnant halfway through the year. <laughs> you get pregnant. Like, like it didn't. Guys, you yeah. just you shake hands and you say, You, you know move on. what? I'm with a new baby. Good luck with your criminal. And mind. here's what's so funny, though, to me, too, is that this was published in like March of 2018. By May of like 2018 or 2018, they announced that she had been cast as a series regular on Fox's 911. Right. So, like, two, which is huge. Which is huge. It's crazy, though, that this person writing this is like timing her jobs. Like, if they know anything about any other actor in yeah. any career, they're there's huge lags between it can projects. be especially when you're financially stable and you don't need to work and you have two kids and you have two kids and a beautiful husband that you're probably banging a lot you're living your life yeah, yeah. she's still trying to get jamie kennedy out of her mind <laughs> she's got to bang that kennedy out um, um okay number the, 11 her war with the tabloids mm-hmm. which was sort of about how like she doesn't like to be talked about in tabloids which in general the celebs don't i will say she rose to stardom at kind of a weird moment yes mm-hmm. when she dated all those guys that we've already mentioned yeah the, so the, many the andrew keegans <laughs> of the world it was sort of before celebrities knew how to like take charge of their own image via yes. instagram before twitter, and twitter. Really? yeah so it was like she didn't really get that moment she kind of got the worst of the sort of honestly boring side of it like yeah. star magazine mm-hmm. and stuff or like Team beat like when we were kids. Yeah, just it just wasn't like I loved those. Though. It wasn't yeah. that. Oh, she yeah, didn't great. get. You yeah. get no like. You get no con- say. I, as a, as you a can't celebrity. craft your own image. Totally. Because like I was actually thinking about this today. To me, like Jennifer Love Hewitt is is like the epitome of like a star, right? Like yeah. this mm-hmm. is someone who is like to me. I don't know a whole lot about you as like a human being. I don't. Yeah, and I kind of love that. Like yes. she's just this like that is very special. untouchable star. I don't know. Nobody in my life has a story about when they met her. No, you're right. Like you're right. That's odd. And I love yeah. that. That's a great point. I love it. Um, my sister met her though. <gasps> oh, mm-hmm. okay. I don't want to hear about it. No, but I kind of do. Great. She's just great. She's just great. That's it. She's just I mean, great. I do, but I don't. She's great. Um. Yeah, the tabloids thing, though, is crazy. Um, Okay, point number 10. Now, this one, I truly had to read it like 18 times to process it, and I still don't fully understand it. It said, number 10, she's a 90s star. What's wrong with that? That's a positive. Right. 90s star. Are we supposed to think that that's a bad thing? The 90s were great. I love things from the 90s. Right. 
Yeah. The My 90s, little brother was born in the 90s. There you go. Are. What are we, what are you kicking out David? Yeah. You can't have on. David no, anymore? No. Connor, my brother, uh, also 90s. Yeah. Connor. The 90s what are great. Connor? I know. What about him? What about Connor? 90s is epitome of culture. Yeah. Like if you can make it in the 90s, you yeah, can make like, it anywhere. Wait, what's it's the, the New York of decades. <laughs> 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 right. Ryan Gosling started in the 90s. Yeah. I mean, what are we, uh, what are we talking about here? What are like, why are, why are we coming? For the, the 90s. 90s. It's no. just, it made no sense to me. Mm-hmm. It made truly no sense to me. Um, all right. And then <laughs> point number nine was she's a Razzie star. And for those of you who don't know what the Razzies are, mm. the Raspberries are the Golden Raspberry <laughs> Awards, also known as the Razzies. Um, it's a parody award show honoring the worst of cinematic underachievements. Sure. But I just want to say this. Mm. Like 10 seconds of internet research led me to the fact that like she's not really a Razzie star. She's been, I believe, nominated only twice. One, uh, Only nominated twice. She's never won. Here's a quick little list of people who really are Razzie stars. Okay. John Travolta, nine nominations, two wins. Will Smith, three nominations, three wins. Sharon Stone, nine nominations, three wins. Kevin Costner, 10 nominations, three wins. Ben Affleck, 11 nominations, four wins. Demi Moore, nine nominations, four wins. Eddie Murphy, 11 nominations, four wins. <laughs> Adam Sandler coming in hot with 16 nominations, oh Adam. five <laughs> wins. And here's a number that's going to be hard for you. Sylvester Stallone, 22 nominations, yeah, eight why. wins. And at the top of the list with wins, we have the one, the only, Madonna, with mm. 15 nominations and Hold Your Horses nine wins wow and you're coming at me with jennifer love hewitt's two nominations it's also just like the premise the razzies are only for famous people yeah Yeah. they're not like they don't really like for people comb every comb every student film and find the actual worst actor because they're there it's it's the whole joke is like maybe sandra bullock will come or halle berry famously came because she won the oscar she picked up her razzie too yeah sandra bullock did that in 2010 it's a joke like yeah, it's, like, it, like they're in on it. Yeah. Who is this person? I don't know. I don't know. Do they know comedy? Do they need to take one of your classes? Like, do they need a friend? Maybe this is actually I think this is a cry list. For You're absolutely welcome on the show. With. Yeah. yeah. You're absolutely welcome on the show. Um, all right. <sighs> number eight. I mean, number eight, it just says critics can't stand her. Who were the critics? Okay. Um, it, it said <laughs> a record amount of bad reviews uh was considered a rotten actress on the tomato meter score on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I just say to this, snobbery and misogyny pass. Yeah. Pass. I don't really feel like we need to come at this one with any more than mm-hmm. that. Um, so we're about halfway through Keep this going. list. Uh, but this is going to be just, a, we're going to take a moment mm-hmm. to take a break, catch our breath, and then we're going to come back with the second half. Together. All right, and we are back. We're ready to uh, finish our in defense of love uh, dissertation. Where when when last we spoke, we were talking about how allegedly critics can't stand Jennifer Love Hewitt. Mm. Uh, but now we're going to move on to number seven on the list. Um, number seven says she can't keep up with the crowds. This is a confusing one, but it basically means she's not very tech savvy. Like yeah. she's not into Instagram, oh. Twitter, mm-hmm. and didn't really use email even until recently. Yeah. Which I would say she grew up on sets. She didn't need to know what she's not that interested she in. She has it. people doing it for her. Yeah. I mean, would I love to see her get more into Instagram? Of course. And she's Absolutely. welcome. Yes. Um, Jennifer Love Hewitt, I'm assuming you're listening to this because mm-hmm. I am 
going to send this to every person mm-hmm. I've ever met who may possibly have a way of reaching you. Definitely and Katie's sister. Katie's sister. Definitely. I'm going to email every member of your PR team. So you're probably listening to this. And yeah. I want to say, please get on Instagram so we can. She's on Instagram. But like, but get like, on get it. On you know it. what I mean? Like, like at a Sarah Michelle Gellar like I level. Want, I, mm. She could be the... <laughs> SMG level and yeah, I yeah. want her to be that yeah. for me I have a, yeah, you for know, us not yeah. for you I have a confession I have DM'd her and she did not respond <laughs> well, well yeah that <laughs> you know, and like sometimes that happens like sometimes yeah. you do DM your you know somebody who inspired you to live your life that way yeah and they don't respond so people also strangers will also DM me and I won't respond because mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. a stranger mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. I get that I respond to everybody <laughs> maybe that's my okay. problem. Well, maybe we should talk about safety. <laughs> yeah, maybe I need and some boundaries. Help. Okay, Can you just put your address, right? I do. You just give me your home address. There. I was oh. like, these are all my socials. This is why you get scammed so often. Well, no, I'm just it's more fodder for her show. It doesn't matter. Oh, We're all right. family. <laughs> all right, number six. Some think she's a diva. Okay, I really hate this. I thought we were, it's 20, it was written in 2018. I thought we all agreed that we we're going to stop calling women in power in Hollywood divas. I think this is bullshit. I think it just means that she's a woman who has some power, right? Mm-hmm. It seemed to be the major reason that they were bringing this up was that on her too shortly lived television series, The Client List on Lifetime, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was inspired by her film on lifetime called the client list for which i believe she won a golden globe or at least a nomination um that is on the set of the tv shows where she met her now husband they started dating while they were on the show and during um i believe season two is when she got pregnant with her first child and so she was requesting nay demanding that they write it so that because they were going to write in her pregnancy to the show and shoot around it because it made sense like Mm -hmm. her character already had a family blah 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 and she wanted her real life boyfriend at the time, mm-hmm. husband now, who played her character's like baby daddy on the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. She wanted him to the character to be the father of the child. Mm-hmm. And the writer's room didn't want that. Mm-hmm. And she was sort of like, either this <sighs> character is going to be it's tiring. It was a whole thing where That's she was a like, lot of work. yeah. And so I see both sides of it because I'm like, I get the writers wanting to be like, who's in control of the show? Is it us or is it talent? But it's also like she's first on the call sheet. She's like, I think at the time, I think she had a producing credit on the show. I think she's not a random person. It was someone that was yeah. a love interest. So wasn't like, like, yeah, it was like that's hard though because as yeah. a writer, you're like, this is my job. Yeah, like, and you're just taking it. Away. I get that part. I get that part. But I also feel like none of you, like, the show only existed because of her. You know what I mean? It's not a rock and a hard place. It is. It's hard. It, I can't I see both sides. I wonder how much but... she had already requested though. Like I wonder if that was like the final nail in the coffin. They were like, you have asked for all of these things and this is just like a lot. I don't know. I would love like a writer's room tell all of someone Me that has too. like worked in several writer's rooms where mm-hmm. the cast hooks up and then breaks up and then like how that affects your day-to-day job. Guys, call totally. in. <laughs> Yeah, to their hotline, which is we uh, we have a Google Voice number, (laughs) which is available on our social media platforms. Yeah, if you know, I mean, obviously you worked for One Tree Hill. DM me directly immediately, but that's one I would love to know. (laughs) Yes, how that affected, but on tons of shows, it happens all the time. It happens all the time. I do think, though, like I get her point of view. Kind of like it wasn't like a random character. This they met because they were playing husband and wife on the show. Like I would not want that. I would not want to recreate my personal life. I do see what you're saying. Unless she's yeah. like afraid that like she's gonna get turned on by somebody else and could cheat. But here's the thing: That's like there's weird. no reason not to, for her to ask. It's yeah, not a diva thing to mm-hmm. just ask. I do think that she, I, from what I read, I think that she sort of was like, if this isn't gonna happen, I walk. And the show 
I think did stop after that. <laughs> she maybe didn't see that move. Coming yeah. Out. <laughs> They're like, yeah. Look, she's okay. not perfect. No. But I guess at that point, like, I guess my point is like, at that point in your career, you don't need the job. And if that's what you need to like be happy at your job, is it really a diva move to be like, this is what I need to be happy where I work? Also, it's like a very sexual role. Maybe she just didn't it is. feel like being naked and sexual around any other actors. Because I get that. I think it was because it was a show where season one, she was so sexualized. And I think it was her first pregnancy. And I think it was her like, I think like it's one thing to sign up for a show like that when you're single and like whatever. But like. You're no longer single. You're about to be a mom. Your body's going to change. You know what I mean? Also, like you're just tired. Like that also too. she might not want like the confusion and the mystery of like some other actor coming in mm-hmm. like totally. does he have a boner? What do like, I do? I am like wondering if some of those writers are like, look, we did this on this other show. Sure, sure, sure. Cuz that's the tea I want to know. Oh, yeah, please yeah, already yeah. happened and if, it didn't they work were out. like they we, were burned by it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's how you divorce. Yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah. Thank you. All right, I, thank you. I hear that. All right, the next one's really hard. Number five, Oof. she's been called the worst actress of her generation. Why? Who's and who's that? calling it? She was born in 1979. So okay, that means she's Gen X. I don't really want to trash other actresses, but I'm just going to put forth some names of mm-hmm. people that I think are certainly not more talented than her, but are considered more prestige actors. Yes. Okay. Kate Hudson. <sighs> okay. Nominated for an Oscar. For I think famous. Kate's great. I think she's Kate's great. great. She's fun, but like, is she? But I think Jennifer Love is, is it equally the, as is charming. It the same thing, kind of. I think they're very charming. But Kate Hudson's Kate kind better. of on. Um, <laughs> now, if I think about it, I'm like, she is better. Kate Hudson's on a different track. I think just because of her parents and because of Almost Famous, that movie. I was, was going like, to say was break out. A cl- but, she, but, but yeah, moment. but I think like when I think about Jennifer Love Hewitt and like the perform, like I know Broadnick it's not your favorite because it's scary but truly <laughs> the performance she gives and I know what you did last summer, summer is yeah. that it's great it's just because it's a slasher flick that it doesn't get yeah, like, and then the second one of course was like goofier because they yeah, always are totally but her actual acting and like the scenes with her and Anne Heche what do you want oh my god so um, good yeah Evangeline Lilly from Lost again I like her she's yeah. fine but it's just because she's on Lost that people think of her as like it's just prestige it's like, TV yeah. yeah and Mina Suvari also gonna put in that category she was in American Beauty was yeah. her like breakout thing and oh, it's like her yeah Who knows? but these are all four the same age women they're all bringing different great things do I think one is worse or better well, than also the other being no. bubbly and charming people put against you they yes. think you're stupid or not serious yes. or not fun and I've as a person who has a bubbly personality <laughs> <Tell> <laughs> me, <laughs> it's happened that's maybe why Kate Hudson is the most interesting comparison because she also has that like light ethereal thing but 100%. people don't trash her as much. no because she but it's also like mixed with that like cool pothead 70s thing pothead so she's like, it's I'm a big part smarter of than you it's because of how we met her right we met Isn't kate hudson as penny lane right and her mom is goldie hahn and her dad is kurt russell and it's like so she comes off as smarter yeah it's true and we're like meet, she has a secret totally we meet jennifer love hewitt bopping her head at kids incorporated well, we all met her in a different place that's also true like as that's at an interesting too. thing yeah. yeah did you guys go into her music career we we can we can we haven't i'm yet. just saying that's also like teeny boppery yeah to the max yes oh she, okay yeah yes. you know she's what? fully we'll she's fully formed herself as a teen idol mm-hmm. um, we're just saying unfair unf- unfair i think yeah. it's unfair to judge yeah. that yes. way Four. She's too paranoid about everything. Which, first of all, what? That's so personal. Yeah. Right? And she had a stalker. She did. She had a stalker. And she and was like, at, I think in 2001, she was the most famous TV actress I'm of sure. all time. Yeah. Like, at, at, in like that Google year. Yeah. Something and crazy. Yeah. yeah. And then the article says she hates chicken wings and chicken bones. Okay. 
That's fine. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Get out of here. Bones. I don't want to be around people. I don't yeah. want to be around chicken bones. Yeah. Get them out. No. Um, number three was she prefers a quiet life. And I'm just like, at 33, that, that sounds nice. You know? What's wrong with that? What's though? wrong with that? What's wrong with working your ass off at being a child star, not yeah. probably having any s- privacy, totally wanting to raise your kids in a different lifestyle with security. It definitely seemed like there was some judgment based on like, first of all, I also have to say, please, everyone uh, check out this article because it would have like the, the writer would have their sort of like point. And then after each point, there'd be this like random pull quote from, <laughs> from, from Love. Jennifer Love Hewitt. It was weird. And like sometimes it had to do with it. And a lot of times it didn't. And most of them were just like totally and out of left field. that's why I think Jay is just hurting because they <laughs> yeah. Know, they mm-hmm. looked up those quotes and I think they did connect to love. Maybe but Jay-, Jay is a Jennifer and <gasps> is pretty upset that wow. that name has been taken. And that's an interesting take. Even, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, but it did seem like from what I gathered, like they were saying that she preferred a quiet life and judging it based on quotes that she'd given to the press about like kind of dreaming of raising a family someday. <laughs> like, <it laughs> Which was, is great. Yeah. I love family. Uh, yeah. As a woman who has one. I ha- I got it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Everybody. It's fun. Um, and then point number two was Hollywood's just not interested. I, I okay, so I I'm genuinely asking this question. When people say that, do they mean like the movie industry? Because she has been a series regular on nine different TV shows. That is such a terrible thing to say about an actor, right? Like, and also to put that in there, like, ugh, I think so... this person specifically means what they would consider prestige movies and television. Sure. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think that's like so weird and elitist. And also there was something about it that just felt so ageist because they were talking about like other actresses and other actors and stuff. And I was just like, oh, God, why do we have to keep perpetuating this? Maybe she also doesn't feel like doing an intense movie. I mean, when you're an actor, you're living that world, regardless of your method or not. You are in that circumstance. It's exhausting. It's It's really hard. And you're you are in that circumstance for however long you're shooting. Totally. Yeah. I was on set recently for uh, something, um, okay. for a drama. Okay. 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 We'll see you. Yeah. We'll see you. But I was just there for one day, but it was a drama. And like, you could see like the actors who were there on the daily basis, like the toll it was taking on some of these people. Because like one of the characters I was dealing with, it was uh, the scene took place in a, in a prison and the character had been shooting. Oh, this was like their like 10th or 15th day in a row where the, the character had been in prison and like you could and there's no like the set had no window so they're just in this like it's like being it was like being in jail for her this actor um and i was just like damn yeah as fun as it you think it's gonna be like the reality sets and you're like and movies are often not in la yeah so that makes sense she would gravitate towards tv just have any normal life let alone if you have kids a hundred percent have fun yeah what's wrong with that number one we were able to pull a uh, little experiment that oh, I'll we have were. Lauren comment on. We we don't just theorize. We did practical scientific mm-hmm. experiment Thank in the you. field. So number one is the new generation doesn't know who she is. And thankfully, um, as a professor, I was able to see if this was true by Thank polling you. the new generation, aka my students. That's good work. And they knew who she was. Now, I should say this. Not everyone, but... Uh, are sure. you ever going to walk into a room no. and everyone know? But I, my students are wildly international, mm-hmm. right? Quite young. They're from all over the world and they all raise their hands. And I would, cause I said today, I made a, a joke in class and I, it didn't land. And I was like, you guys are so young. I was like, 
do you all know who Jennifer Love Hewitt is? And they were like, yeah, duh. And I was like, cool. How do you know her? And they were, and I was like, do you guys know Kids Incorporated? Stone Cold no, Silence. No, no. And I was like, okay, that's fair. I was like, do you guys know? And they all go, Ghost Whisperer. Oh. And I was like, yeah, because you were on a hit network television show that lasted five years. Also, when they were kids, their grandma was watching Ghost Whisperer. Yeah. That's such they a watch with your grandma the show. And that is they're such like, a watch with their grandma with her. Yeah. So, And I would say, I find, as usual, Lauren, we always come into this. You're young for a Kids Incorporated fan. Okay, mm-hmm. Caitlin doesn't. Um, Caitlin thinks my isn't sure how I was able to consume as much media as I did mm-hmm. at such a young age, and I love you for it. Yeah. But you were like uh, two months old when Kids <laughs> was running. Absolutely not true. I remember <laughs> I was a dedicated Kids Incorporated fan. I that sh- it would come on the Disney Channel. I would hear the theme music start. K- I would grab my I- D. Oh. S. We're kids incorporated. So, if yes. you guys don't know, it's a it's a variety and sketch show yes. starring children. Uh, Stacy Ferguson, aka Fergie, was on it. She had uh, she did the most episodes of anyone. Mm-hmm. The best was the opening. Oh, I'm yes. just gonna say oh, the best was the opening, and you were like, I'm gonna be a star too. Yeah, it was the best. I had a fake plastic guitar, and I would mm-hmm. grab it, or I had my fake plastic microphone. I had like fake instruments, and when the, it would come, I'd get in front of the TV, and I had my own routine. And God help you if it. you tried to get in between me and my routine. Also, it's more gritty i, I feel like would. there were like um I never would there was like in the background like um fire escapes mm-hmm. like yes, it was it much had, more like it very had urban. it had an um like an industrial look yes, to it like they were as getting, opposed to the disney which was like look we're all here the like, yeah. the Club. no thing. no kids I incorporated it was, was kids incorporated yeah and it felt like it was this like dystopian world where adults didn't really exist yeah, yeah i loved it i loved it so much i actually went back and accidentally watched several hours of it this I'm morning do that. in accident? preparation for I this need to do that. um I have to tell everyone out there, and we'll link this on our social media somewhere, but do yourself a favor and watch the YouTube clip that plays all um, nine seasons of the show's opening, and you can watch the evolution and de-evolution of a series in a way that is unlike anything else. I, I cannot wait. Got my plans for tonight. Yeah, it's it's wait. the best 10 minutes you'll ever spend in your life. Oh. I believe that. Um, all right, cool. Well, those are um, 15 reasons. I feel those like are 15 we- reasons. I feel like we were oh. defended. So we do have one more game for yes. you, Katie. Okay. And, um, it involves your love, your creativity, and and your manners, which I think you're Ooh. you're a polite gal. Mm-hmm. So we all agree that Jennifer Love Hewitt is a trailblazer, trailblazer, <laughs> um, TV star, movie star, and attempted musician. And I would yes. argue again, she just made that move a little too early. Yeah. She was big in Japan. It was just like a little. It was the big yeah. in Japan mm-hmm. kind of moment. Um, others would come after her and somehow get away with it again, like getting away with being cooler totally. somehow than she did. Mandy Moore just got right in there. Ding ding. Yeah. Um, and really Jennifer Love Hewitt, I think is the exact type of person that we stand together, uh, aims to bring attention to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to give you Katie, the name of a cooler, cooler in quotes, celebrity who we think owes Jennifer Love Hewitt a thank you. Yeah. <gasps> and you are going to in- improvise that thank you note for them. Improvise to think you know that they're giving Jennifer Love. Yeah. Right. Okay, great. Like, thank you because be- you ran or you walked so I could run. Exactly. Right. That's sort of the idea. So you're going to compose first a thank you note from Blake Lively to Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer, Jennifer, this is Blake Lively. Um, I talk in a whisper to be taken more seriously. And I really think that you with that boppy hair bouncy mm-hmm. hair yeah. i could take it and just go blonde and i did it in a way where i was serious but also delicate and heartbreaking um and i saw that 
I could be, I could walk in your footsteps. Thank you, John. Wow. wow, the hair. That beautiful. That's the connection. That's the connection. All right, write one, please, on behalf of Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I don't want to have like a Latina no, accent. You, no, no, no. We don't, we're not asking people. you to get yourself canceled. You don't Sorry. have to do the accent. Also, I do love becoming people. Um, because you are just writing it. I am, you're going to hand it to JLo. <laughs> JLo standing You can outside. imagine that you're JLo's assistant. I love JLo so much, though, too. You oh, of guys, course. That, of course. That, oh, we they love were all. my top Huge two, fan. so it's hard to not. But try I see how one owes more. Yeah. To one. Okay. Jennifer, Q, Jennifer Lopez is going to be saying, thanks for taking the name Jennifer and then making me be a JLo. Because you were a Jennifer, you took so much. That first Google, that first thing when the internet really started with us, I had to create another name which gave me another character and just more growth. So because you have the Jennifer Love Hewitt and I'm a Jennifer Lopez, um, L-O-L-O-V-E, I had to be a J-Lo and that's where I really kicked it up a notch. Wow. Wow. They're forever connected. Mm -hmm. Forever. Um, How about Emma Stone? Emma Stone. Yeah, what would she say to Jennifer Love? She's going to say... You made falling down fun and kind of goofy. She did she bring did. that And energy. also high school. And yep. so I just, you know, did what you did. And then also had very similar hair when she was in that Amazing Pants. What was that mm-hmm. movie? Amaze Bad. What? Oh, Super Bad? Oh, super Bad, yeah. <laughs> Amaze Bad Pants. Amaze Bad Pants. I love Amaze Bad Pants. <laughs> Amaze Bad Pants is my favorite And movie. she was a cool girl, too, and she yeah. played a similar role, so thanks. Um, okay, how about the girl from Modern Family who divorced her parents? Didn't look up her name. <laughs> oh, Ariel. Uh... I know her. Uh, Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, Ariel. Oh, I have things to say about Ariel, you guys. She says, um, thank you for the titty, the, you know, the titty focus, the titty drive, the titty pathway that I have then followed. And I've seen that you can be sweet and have your cleavage overfloweth. Wow. Wow. And how Mm -hmm. about one from collectively all Instagram models? All Instagram models are saying in various accents, which I will not do, um, they're saying, Jennifer, we now, when we take our photos and we look down at our feet with our hair covering our eyes, we owe that to you because that was what you did yeah. in Party of Five. That's what you did in every, every single movie, every Can Hardly Wait. You were constantly not looking at the camera, drifting away mm-hmm. into a sunset and just uh, accidentally have your boob pop out. And because of you and because of that, that's how we make our money. Wow. And finally, what's your thank you letter? <laughs> Mine would be, wow. I just you. need everyone to know that her entire face <laughs> turned bright just, red. Like she's a new woman right I now. I did write, I did DM her, you know, so I could read that. But I basically, for Jennifer Love Hewitt, I got through middle school and high school believing that somehow if I watched enough of your movies and videos somebody would love me as much as Ethan Embry loved her <laughs> and can't hardly wow. wait and I think what I wow. wanted was a stalker like I think yeah. what Jennifer Love Hewitt showed me was that you want somebody who's going to covet you from afar a safe distance <laughs> safe remember yeah your tennis safe shoes stalker. safe mm-hmm. stalker sweet mm-hmm. and that really did also probably protect me from a lot of creepo guys because anybody that was too aggressive I was like oh no you're like a Mike Dexter (gasps) I want an Ethan Embry not that anybody was knocking down my door but I will say it did have me go for like the sweeter gentler guy because I did Mm. want that situation that's beautiful Beautiful. yeah also I this is terrible but there are some lines that she says in Heartbreakers guys that I know by heart and the way she's her inflection and I think that's imprinted on some of my acting. There we go. <laughs> yeah. 
Wow. So you know what? It's really touched all levels. Oh, and the sexuality. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. fuck like Jennifer Lafayette. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you. Wow. Oh, Amazing. Wow. It, so, Caitlin, if anyone listening to this podcast wants to be a stalker, where can they oh, find you? Come get me. Um, <laughs> I'm totally flattered. Um, I'm at Scam Mob Podcast on Instagram or Twitter or M Word Scam Mob Podcast at Gmail if you want to tell me your feelings about Jennifer Love Hewitt. And then I'm on my own personal Instagram at my childhood nickname, Katie C A I T Y Brodnick. That's it. Amazing. We, love we, it. we stan you so hard. I love you guys. You know. Oh, we, we, stand, we stand. It's we stand. a stand fest here. Um, and if you stand this show, please make sure that you are following us all across all social media platforms. Across all of them. Get we're on, on we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on TikTok. TikTok. Uh, so follow us at We, we stand, stand Social. And uh, we will respond to your DMs on that account. Absolutely. We have a we have a lot of time on our hands. So Absolutely. please flood it's our fun. inboxes. And uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, if you listen to this, we love you. We, we love thank you. you. We stand. You. We stand. You. Um, we're gonna say goodbye, but we're gonna leave you with a little uh, treat. Uh, stay, stay, stay after the pod to hear a song from Jennifer Love Hewitt on Kids Incorporated. Change my life except for me. Don't ever let anyone step all over you. Just open your heart and your mind. Mm-hmm. Is it really fair to feel this way inside? Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues. 
And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.